Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 193. I should give you enough of a pause that you can actually think up of a faint response because I really leapt in there. Oh, okay then. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're finally going to record The Siege Part 3, the Season 2 premiere of Stargate Atlantis. Jeff should have been joining us tonight. He was with us for a bit, but he's had uh, ongoing broadband issues, and unfortunately his internet connection has gone down. So he's going to be recording a few comments, and hopefully I'll be able to just thread them into the finished product. It'll be almost as if he's here. Yes, he actually said a few Bradley comments, so fair nod to our uh, Bradley. I'm assuming that's what Brad shot for. Probably. Although he's Australian, so it could be short for Brad. <laughs> Brad, short for Brad. <laughs> I've experienced that. Oh, what's Tom short for? Tom. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> yeah, you see, I get to deal with public fun. Random people ringing me up. Asking you silly questions. No, I generally do the ask. You ever answer the questions, yeah? Right, having alienated the two German people, I think, that listen to us. Or at least, I know of one Austrian that listens to us. Although I'm not sure he counts as Austrian because he currently lives in Denmark. Well, I don't think you lose your nationality just because you're living in another country. I'll find out and report. Yeah. See how nicely segued there. <laughs> You've been in Finland for one month, you're no longer Irish. <laughs> no! Well, no, I renewed my passport, so it's good until 2023. Um, Like I said, I, I watched about half an hour of uh, Sharknado. Actually, about 15 minutes of Sharknado. I thought, this is a Mike Crate movie if ever there was one. <laughs> it managed a massive 3.7 on IMDb. Well, it's not going to get any more than that. None of them are. I know that. Uh, I thought I, I thought the idea was actually uh, the, the lower the score, the better it is. I mean, well, no. if it gets below a 2. Sometimes a B-movie can be just bad. Even I'll admit there are some that just don't work at all. Yes, Dragon Mask, for example. Nothing wrong with that. That was a good movie. Medium value of good. I look at it. A, it was well produced. The special effects were decent. The acting were decent. Oh, God, that's the point I switched off. Those two women just sounded so stilted and wooden. They didn't get the job for the thespian skills. And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. We are indeed seeking Star Trek. And if you want to seek Star Trek, then why don't you try Trek News and Views? The latest news and views on what's going on in the Star Trek world. Your life as it has been is over. Oh my. Oh my indeed, George. We also have a little gossip at the end of each program about a certain subject, be it Romulans, Klingons, or whatever takes our fancy. Feel free to drop us a line and join in. Trek News and Views via Podbeam or iTunes. Check it out. Anyway, we're at zero, 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 zero. Yes, enough of this reminiscing. Okay, staring into the blackness of the abyss. There is no line, it is just a black screen. I don't know how this compares to other regions, exactly why there isn't a line. Maybe... I don't think Siege 2 and 3 were ever broadcast back-to-back. Back, you never know. You know, the fact that it's quite obvious, and personal note, if we suffer a disaster Thursday, this could be one of the last recordings I do in this country. <laughs> For some reason, my wireless doesn't seem to be connecting well. Yeah, color quality is uh, yellow. Can hear you. So you can assume much witty banter on my part. Right. So, three, four, et, clicky. Right then, reuse that CGI. Uh, Can't blame him for that. And a, a nice shot of it. Uh, that's a lot of junk cuts. Receiving an IDC? Who is it? Started to Ah! General, uh, uh, what's his face? He reminds, me of, he reminds me of the guy in uh, Avatar. You know, he's total jarhead. Exactly the same attitude. There's a guy that started out as a private. That's pretty unusual to go from a non-commission to a commission. Surely he went to West Point or the equivalent. They are in Atlantis. They're sending in another wave. Fly the puddle jumper in stealth mode right down their throats. You think Shepard went to West Point? 
Well, West Point's army, isn't it? Um, Navy's Annapolis. Taylor, I'm hearing gunfire. What's your status? Taylor! Never let it be said that Stargate don't know how to end a season off. Drama all round for all the main characters that we've got to know and love in the first season. And now the conclusion. And now the conclusion. Yes, surrounded. <laughs> Why on earth do you need to say fire? I mean, seriously. <laughs> they always do it, even when they're on the ships. They pause just a little to give the command. Ooh, oh, that looked like it hurt. Keep firing. <laughs> Don't stop. Oh, dear. Behind you. And he's been gripped by the knife. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he, he brought a grenade. Good lad. He's done a uh, aliens. Yeah, if I'm going to die, then I'm going to take one of you with me. Although it'll also kill a few of my squad, but let's not worry about that. And it does look like Ford has his own problems. <laughs> well, that's just brilliant. I hope he can swim, because it's a long way down. Oh my god, that's shocking. The American judge only gives Ford 5 out of 10. Strangely enough, the Wraith got 6 out of 10. That's a nice shot. How unlucky would you be if you collided one of those dots coming out? Hello. Hmm. Skinner, X-Files. They were right all along. Detonation in five. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. What? I let it go to answer machine. Ah, oh, right. And another hive bites the dust. Hmm. And of course, they think John's dead. He gave his life hmm. to save us. Who's next? We've still got another bomb. Volunteers? Don't we have a second one? Yeah. John said himself, you know, if this works, somebody may still have to fly it again. Mm. He did. Dr. Weir, I'm picking up another ship. Another hive ship? Negative. Raining IFF. Atlantis is a shepherd. <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. John? What other shepherds do you know? Oh, thank God. Even by Daniel's standards, a quick comeback. <laughs> I assure you, Dr. McKay, that Major Shepard is <laughs> Who are you? Who is this? Colonel Stephen Caldwell, commander of the Daedalus. Ah, uh, the Daedalus. Which is the Prometheus redressed. Oh, self destruct off. Yeah. I shouldn't blow the mountain up. Did anybody turn the self destruct off? Uh, oops. And I assume we have you to thank for saving Major Shepard. We were monitoring your transmissions as soon as we came out of hyperspace, but we couldn't beam him in until he decloaked his jumper. Didn't take much convincing. Dr. McKay? Present, yes. I trust you'll know what to do with this. ZPM, sir. <laughs> it's actually got the oil. Crap. Ooh, Oh, great. Crazies. Uh, Deadless is loaded with Asgard technology. And the beaming technology is the first part of it. They've got right. things like. Let's say we get the shields back up. <laughs> yeah, shields would be good. What a brilliant idea. What say we? It still looks remarkably delicate. Yeah, one of those Marines is Ron Blecker. He's the armorer for the show. Sir, we have incoming enemy fighters bearing 320. All forward railguns stand by. Watch all fighters. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Let's spend some money. We have fighters? Oh, yeah, I'm going to say this is a carrier. See how good the shields are. That was a long teaser, 416. Yeah, it was a bit. But then again, it is a season premiere, so a lot to catch up on. And let's be honest, any excuse to reuse that CGI footage, which probably cost them a fortune. And this is an unchanged title sequence. There are changes underway, as I think we all know. First time around, they kept up the mystery. Okay then, The Siege, Part 3, Season 2, Episode 1 of Stargate Atlantis. Gatecast, Episode 193. Directed by Martin Wood and written by Martin Garrow. Had its US premiere, July the 15th, 2005. Broadcast in the UK, October the 19th. Germany, July the 19th. France, February the 25th, 2006. And Japan, August the 1st, 2007. So Germany got it first. Episodes of the same name, Walker, Texas Ranger, City Lights, Deep Space Nine, Breaking News of the Defenders, and The Dead Zone. Alternate titles for this episode, Dawn of the Daedalus and Rocky Three. <laughs> That's it, Colonel. Learning the hard way about the Wraith. Bye. Although you've got to admit, the Wraith being able to rip through your clothes with their bare hands comes in jolly handy. Rather embarrassing if they had to ask you to remove your clothing before they fed. Oh, this looks expensive. <laughs> Good shot. Colonel Caldwell, this is Novak in 
engineering? What is it? Uh, Hermiad wanted to remind you that our shield strength will be severely diminished without the zero-point module tied into our power systems. Oh, Novak, the sneezer. Ellie Harvey, the Canadian actress. Mm. And the name's on screen at the same time. That's not bad going. One of the fighter base, sir. It would increase the chance of secondary explosions. <laughs> Just casually, <laughs> casually standing there. People are dying outside. Warheads armed. Target is locked, sir. Fire. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Not the most advanced weaponry, is it? They're taking that one. <laughs> Slow-moving ballistic missile. Close. Pilot alter heading to the intercept. Go to max thrust. Max thrust. Just have to get closer. Oh, max hello. <laughs> Good name, that isn't it? What's your name, Max Thrust? Could be used against them. Without the beaming technology, you wouldn't be your major. Yes, major. <laughs> Got to be grateful, aren't you, really? Those missiles are being intercepted miles from the hive ship. Hmm. Uh, Zalika. Ah, Zalika. I brought out the shield subroutine. When I give the word, all you have to do is punch yes, it. I know what to do. Go. He's recovered from his, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is this? This is my security escort? Well, we are spread a little bit thin right now. Okay. Well, you need to know that if we come under fire, you're gonna have to put your lives on the line to protect me. Rodney! Okay, the... I mean the ZPM. You need to protect the ZPM at all costs. And me. Protect me. Uh, I mean the ZPM. And me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the ZPM. Let's focus on me, shall we? Yeah. Dr. Weir? Yes? I've lost contact with some of our people. Yeah, thing. I would imagine half the people in the city are dying at the moment. Hmm. Or Lieutenant Ford. We'll keep trying. Well, it seemed to me it took her a while to think if Ford was worth looking for. It's a smorgasbord. Om nom nom. It's a lot of red dots. Yeah, it is a lot of red dots, yeah. <laughs> now we're over for 2. How many of these things have you got? Only one needs to get through. Is there any way we can deliver a warhead the same way you plucked me out of the jumper? The Guard have already considered that, Major. There are fail-safes built into the system to prevent their use as a weapons delivery system. Ah, spoiled sports. Can he override the fail-safe? Why would he do that? Well, his butt's on the line just as much as ours. Fortunately, we've got an Asgard, haven't they? Hermoid. Yeah. I don't think we've met this fellow before. Ah, Hermiod. That's how you pronounce it. No, 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 no. Sir, uh, Hermiod isn't going to like that. Get it done, Doctor. That's an order. <laughs> Wasn't she the extremely hesitant one who was in a few episodes back? Yeah, she was the one that uh, kept sneezing when she was nervous. Yeah. That's where we have to go. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Quiet, you. We go shooty shooty bad guy now. <laughs> yes. You need to get really close. What's that? I didn't get all that. What do I do? Look, I'm getting good at the rolling things. Maybe I can. Uh... <laughs> sure, sure, up, McKay. <laughs> How did we get in this assignment? <laughs> now this is the time, Rodney, where you keep quiet. Here he comes. And look at that. Max stack eight units. A little thing like that that makes this world believable. Getting warmer, Mr. Wraith. Getting warmer. Nice. Little distraction. I can see with that anyway. I know, it is uh, one of the mysteries, isn't it? That's not going to pop me over though. Behind you, Mr. Scary Monster Man. Oh, right in the back. You would assume that they uh, were fully fed before they came into battle. Yeah, perhaps not the greatest soldiers, the Wraith, like the Jafar, you know. Uh, oh. oh, oh dear. dear. <laughs> so, this is how it's going to be, huh? Just me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's typical, Rodney. <laughs> Mrs. McKay, I'm in trouble down here! And actually very difficult to do. Yeah. Inject the magazine while you're holding the gun. It's rather designed not to do that. Are you alright? Taylor! We thought you were... My radio was broken and I was separated from my group. I have been trying to make my way back. Oh, thank God. I mean, you have no idea. I thought I was going to... I thought you were very brave. Really? Oh, I have a ZPM. Yes. Yes, we need to get the shields up. Lead the way. Yeah, sure. Uh, after you. <laughs> you go for it. <laughs> I assume. Oh, yes. Is this uh, Michael Shanks again? No, this is Trevor Deval doing the uh, voice work. Oh, the volume's low, I can't actually hear it. Yeah. Uh, respected voice actor, he's worked on Johnny Test, Action Dad, Black Lagoon, and probably about 30 or 40 other shows. Hmm. This almost feels like cheating. Yeah. Colonel, Hermiad is ready and standing by for warhead transport. I, I can 
can tell you, he is not happy about this. Take that under advisement. Are we within transport range? Yes, sir. Transport warhead when ready. Ready. Five. Yeah, well, he didn't need five seconds. The weapon is away. Oh, because I was thinking oh. that wasn't a very big oh. <laughs> yeah, and what about the several large carrier type vessels and the several thousand darts? Well, the cruisers are about only a, a third of the size of a hive ship. The darts have got nowhere to go now. They're running away. Sir, wait. Colonel, cruisers have broken off and entered hyperspace. Seeing what we just did to the remaining hive ships, I don't blame them. <laughs> well, yeah, they probably can't figure out what happened, so why stick around? Sir, the Red Fighters are regrouping. Railgun position, stand by for defensive fire. We're not the target. Major Shepard is right, sir. The formation is headed toward Atlantis. How much ammo have they got? Ramming speed. The shields aren't that good. Yeah, we see that, Major. We're moving to intercept. I don't think we can get there in time. Not a chance. They're coming in too fast. Oh, my God. Their approach is ballistic. Now, what exactly does that mean? Their impact velocities will be in excess of 10,000 kilometers an hour. No part of the city can withstand that. Better get the damn shield up. How much time do we have? 45 seconds. Rodney, we need a shield up in 40 seconds or we're dead. What, are you kidding me? No. Yeah, because I can't help but think you're just trying to determine the point at which I completely snap. Rodney. Ah, nothing like a bit of pressure. Nothing like a deadline to motivate Rodney, is there? He doesn't react well. I don't like the way that wobbled. That didn't do it. What? It is not working. I know what you said. 20 seconds. Okay, snap. That's it! You're happy now? Rodney! <laughs> okay, okay, okay! Try it now! <laughs> there we go. Yes. You know, you're supposed to insert tab A into slot B. <laughs> you know, why does your shield take several seconds to come up? Shouldn't it just be, you know, ping? Ooh, look at that. Yeah. And of course, they're going that fast. None of them could actually pull up, even if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a lot of explosions. Ooh, pretty orange. Elizabeth, I repeat, this is Shepard. What is your status? The explosions must have disrupted radio signals. I assume he's breaking up a bit there. Yeah, this is the first time the uh, Stargate franchise has its own in-house CGI studios. A lot of the uh, special effects for this episode were done by them. Hmm. And James Titchener, who did a lot of the work on SG-1, moved out to Atlantis. We're going to stay in geosynchronous orbit for the time being. Can we be of any further assistance? We could use some help with the wraith in the city. We'll send out some people to help with that and deadly us out. One thing in the commentary, they said that even though they had some fantastic special effects in the first season, they really, really improved in the second. And they were given more money, of course. So, unlike Babylon 5, then, where... They basically got screwed when uh, the effects company went in house and someone managed to pull the wool over Joe's eyes. I'm going to curl up in bed with the largest sandwich I can find. <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> Shall I just explain to the rest of the wraith left on the base that you are unavailable to fight? Priorities, eh, McKay? Oh, dear. The bloke hasn't had five minutes sleep for the past two days. <laughs> oh, poor Rodney. There's no rest for the wicked, eh? He got the... no good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nice shot, that is. Secure Stargate operations. Well, I'm home. <laughs> good to be home. <laughs> Hi, honey, I'm home. Kiss him. Oh, hug. Close. He really doesn't look comfortable with that, does he? <laughs> From what they were saying, and I couldn't be sure myself, that's the first time they've made serious physical contact. Yeah, my boss's boss came up behind me and ran his hand across my shoulder blades and... Yeah, I'm going to HR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had such great experiences with them today. By the reason I'm still in here. Sorry. Touched a bit of a nerve there. You're aware of the whole ugly detail of that. But we do know there are at least a handful of wraith still in the city. Still got some work to do. Before you do anything, Colonel Everett insists on speaking with you. He's in the infirmary. You know, to be honest, I expected the infirmary to be a hell of a lot busier. Although, I suppose, people are either dead or sucked up into the darts. Neutralized the hive ships, activated the shields, and uh, we've mustered as many people as we can, making sure there's no wraith hiding in the shadows. Good work, mate. And the colonel's still alive. Ooh. <laughs> no, we mustered. You know, why can't we salt and pepper them? 
I wanted to finish our conversation. He's had a bad afternoon. <laughs> yes, yeah. I owe you an apology. It was a terrible oh. afternoon. It seemed to last 25 years. Yeah, you've got your pension when you get home. You're probably not going to be playing much golf, but never mind. I would have done the same thing as you did when you found Colonel Sumner. That's a, a big confession from uh, the Colonel after the animosity he showed to John early on. Oh, Fort Sumner. Yeah, I think I speculated that's what he was named after. Of course, I assume Fort Sumner was named after A. Sumner. Probably. <laughs> I'm not up to speed on that level of American history. I see, this is where Jeffrey would have come in handy. <laughs> that's it, Colonel. He's had his bit. He's been all... Can he die now? He's not going to die for a bit. You know, he's going to live gonna a long... linger for a year or two and then <laughs> die. You don't often actually... Shepard's not quite as irreverent as uh, Jack, but you don't often see him displaying such an obvious military... Uh, yeah. You know, but I suppose wounded in combat. Well, yeah, you would show the Colonel respect. Preliminary count is 40 casualties. Maybe more. I'm still trying to line up life signs readings with actual people. There are no Wraith life signs? The last one was trapped in one of deeper parts of the city. He died trying to damage city with one of their grenades. Three of our men were injured. And if you look in the background now, those gorge marks on the wall that were created a couple of episodes ago, that's the last time you'll see him because when they repair the city, they're going to get rid of them. <laughs> Possible he may have beamed up into one of the race dots. Let's not make that assumption. Major, I'm sorry, we searched everywhere inside the city. Well, how about outside the city? What are the odds? There must be dozens dead, dozens missing. Even if that was the case, there's no Look, chance. Look, I'm not asking you to swim out there. I'm asking you to press a few damn buttons. Even if you're right, I don't see how... This is very potty, isn't it, really? Yeah. Press a few buttons. Too much so. Yeah, scan the water. It could bing, be in the water. Bing, well, bing, I suppose bing. he could. It is a bit ridiculous. Although, there is a twist coming. Colonel Caldwell, one of our men is in the ocean outside our shield, most probably injured. Can you beam him to your ship, then down to our infirmary? And good, he's floating as well, decked out with all his uh, armour and whatnot. <laughs> Look at his head. <laughs> that hurt his neck, wouldn't it? His assistant looks bored. Ooh. We already do, Doctor. Beam away. Beaming down, and... That can't be good for you. Yeah. Let's get this thing off of him. And Rainbow Stockman character development. How is he? I gave him a mild sedative to help him rest, but he should be dead. Yeah, he should be dead. You're quite right, Carson. Not my point, Major. He was laying face down in the freezing water for over an hour. I don't care how tough he is. So what are you saying? We still have no idea how it works, but during the wraith feeding process, the victim is injected with a special enzyme. It strengthens the human body temporarily and ensures that the heart continues to beat. Why would they want to make you stronger? So the victim doesn't die immediately. The feeding process is so traumatic, without the special enzyme, we shut down far sooner than they like. They make you stronger so they can take more time to kill you. Lovely, isn't it? Carson is explaining how the hell he's alive. Clever. Very well written. I'm actually coming up with it, but uh, yeah. a bit hard to uh, believe. And that Lieutenant's Ford system became flooded with it. And that's why he was able to survive in the water for so long. Exactly. The problem is now the enzyme is breaking down in a system. Eventually, there'll be none left. No, that's not good. No, in fact, I'm quite certain it'll kill him. It's possible his body's become dependent on the enzyme to function. What's the treatment? We wean him off it, sneak his body chemistry back to normal incrementally. Yes, what else has happened to him, Gawson? He must well put him out of his misery right now. It's rather ambiguous, isn't it? <laughs> It's a good job Bateson's still around. <laughs> Can't trust him. <laughs> Keep him alive, Carson. What is it? You're going to want to get up here. I don't think this day is ever going to end for him. It's always one thing or another. Come on, then. We're here. What's the bad news this time? Don't make me ask twice. Aren't you supposed to be getting some sleep, Rodney? I was trying to do just that, but someone thought I should know the Deep Space sensors were back up and running. Yes, and? We picked up 12 more Hive ships traveling in hyperspace. Their course and speed will bring them here in 36 hours. Some things you don't want to know. Hmm. Ignorance is bliss. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> okay, three didn't do the job. Let's go up by an order of magnitude and then <laughs> add it. Now you can understand why the ancients lost this war. Three times three plus three. 
Twelve hive ships? Cruisers that got away probably called for reinforcements. Our research shows there are at least 60 hive ships in this galaxy. I mean, who knows how many more could be on the way? At least the shield's up and running. That only buys us time. I like time. Oh, we've got far then the enemy out. That's not too bad. With only one functioning ZPM, we can't expect to hold on that long. Can we submerge the city again? It's a city, not a yo-yo. Yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, of course, the Wraith know what planet they're on. They could mm. just blanket the planet. They've got the resources. I'm sick of this. I'm sorry? I mean, sitting around waiting for them to show up. I say we take the fight to them. We got one ship, Major. We got one ship with an Asgard shield, an armory full of nukes, and beaming technology. That evens the odds a hell of a lot. Twelve ships and their escorts. I'm telling you, we've got to send these guys a message. We're not like the ancients. We're not going to sit around and wait. They don't back off. We have the capacity and the will to go kick their asses for a change. You know, strategically, he's right. It's not your ship to play with, Major. <laughs> it's not only battle, it's like in sport. If you if you play defensive, sooner or later, the attackers are going to get through. So, if my calculations are correct, they'll make one last stop here, 50 light years away before they make the final jump to Atlantis. Ooh, that's a plan. Yeah, let's risk our only ship on Shepard's crazy plan. They have got the advantage, though. They've got a shield that can withstand the firepower for a certain length of time. They've got nukes which they've proven work. Despite mm-hmm. Hemdall's objections. Well, as they pointed out, it's your little grey ass on the line as well. <laughs> you only have an ass or such. They don't really. Scanners are clear, sir. No contacts. I hope we're in the right spot. He'll be here. I've learned to trust Rodney about these things. I've set the warheads to go off one second after reintegration. So I assume you're fine with that? <laughs> He's still moaning. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting a bit nervous again. Even in the commentary, they said, He's a bit of a dick, isn't he? <laughs> in fact... You have to understand, considering the level of dickery we've got on Atlantis, I mean, compared to Beatty's freaking saint... <laughs> That's true. You can sense that. The Wraith warriors were in such close proximity... Excuse me. Ford. I'd like to report for duty, ma'am. <laughs> he doesn't look good. He really doesn't. Yeah, they had planned on the eye being white. Yeah. Then changed their mind when they realised that the Ori in Stargate were going to be white. Reveal actually worked a lot better. Who knows, maybe they'll surrender. Sir, we have a contact. Stand by for weapons deployment, shields at max power. Shields up. Oh, that's formation flying for you. <laughs> oh, dear. Novak, this is Caldwell. Begin deployment at your discretion. I have a weapons lock on the coordinates of the first enemy vessel. Got it. First weapon away, Colonel. That's a kill. Now, wouldn't it be handy if they could beam 12 at the same time? Well, everything's going well so far. <laughs> it's working. Stand by for coordinates. The other hive ships are altering course to intercept. Take us right at them. Yes, sir. Why? Stay at the extreme range of your beaming technology. Yeah. No. He feels it's not fair fight. <laughs> He's going to give them so much to shoot at. It makes him feel better. The deployment of those nukes of this fight is going to be over soon. The enemy has engaged countermeasures that are preventing our ability to transport. Is there a way to counter the countermeasures? None. I need somebody to start painting uh, hive ships on the hull. Oh, dear. Nobody ever said the Wraith was stupid. Rear shield emitters are down to 40%. And for Raw Gun 2 is out of action. Again, in the commentary, who knew that the Daedalus was steam powered? <laughs> Captain Myers, played by Heather Dawkinson, Canadian actress. She was in Pacific Rim, big monster movie, this summer. Why didn't they have the hyperdrive spun up? Sir, one of the cruisers is approaching on a parallel course. That was our strategy when they attacked Atlantis. Shield status. Under 20%. Set course for Atlantis, engage hyperdrive. Hyperdrive, yes, sir. This fight is over. Oh, dear. Oh, look at that. It's coming behind us. It's going to probe us. <laughs> oh, my. Yes, this fight was over as soon as you realised you couldn't use the beam technology anymore. You stuck around way too long. But it does show how manoeuvrable the Daedalus is. And how small it is compared to the hive ships. We'll see. I doubt very much of that tactic will work again, and the Daedalus has sustained damage. 
was still the right thing to do. Should make it home before they do. You made a dint in the uh, fleet again, give them something else to think about. Yeah, that'll just buff right out. Yeah, that whole sequence was the actual first scene the in-house production unit turned out. Looked pretty spectacular. Should buy us some time at least. What do you want me? Lieutenant, I... Lieutenant, what do you think you're doing here? I'm fine, Doc, really, it's cool. The hell yeah, you should be back in bed. I feel great. Just drop. I will not just drop it. Not 20 minutes ago, you're at death's door. No, I don't care how spry you're feeling. You need to be under medical supervision. He looks creepy. He does. It's, uh, it's evil, isn't it, really? Like a shark eye. And he looks a bit restless. And He looks like he's on coke. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't push me around! Oop, whoa. Oh, dear. <laughs> and Carson's on a little camera dolly. Put him down, Aiden. He's trying to help you. Put him down. Goodbye. Aiden. The dolly is slowly being lowered. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh. Yep. I'm sorry, Doc. I don't know why I need to be under medical supervision. He's right, Lieutenant. I just want to know why you're suddenly feeling this way. Okay. I'll go back. Good. That's what you should do. Yes, ma'am. Sedate him if you have to. <laughs> and possibly armed guard as well. Yeah, under restraint. He can't be trusted, he's pretty much mm. proven that. I thought the contact slipped a bit there, I could see a bit of white. You know, we should talk to Pat Tallman about those contacts. <laughs> Do you mind if I put these garbage pale lids in your eyes? That's yeah, been nice, I've seen her in about three episodes of Deep Space Nine while I've been doing my rewatch. As very, uh, Bator, wasn't she? No, uh, human. Huh. We need to be more aggressive, we need them quicker than I expected to. Painful and arduous. I think it may be the only option. Ooh. <laughs> Funky. Future so bright and so on? Yes, probably. Take the eyes from the uh, scanner. The Daedalus is requesting permission to land on the East Pier. Permission granted. I'll meet them there. The commentary for this episode was absolutely brilliant. It was Martin Wood and Martin Garrow, also Joe Flanagan and David Hewlett. You can imagine a mixture of some good information and a lot of laughs. When he looked at the script, he didn't know who Hermoid was. And he didn't actually do any scenes with him until about the second or third day in. <laughs> then he found out he was an Asgard puppet. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to land. Though repairs are complete, the Daedalus is going to need Atlantis' shields as much as you do. Dr. Weir, the Hive ships are emerging from hyperspace. We're on our way. In case you miss it there, the background of the city was all green screen. He's away. He should be restrained, let's face it. And that was a CGI cup for health and safety reasons, believe it or not. I don't know how much that cost them to do. Where's the rest of the enzyme? There is no more. I saw you extract it. Don't lie to me. Where is it? No, I'm not lying. Oh, dear. Where is it? You're not thinking straight, son. You're all afraid of me. Look at what you're doing. We have good reason to be. I'm going to die if I don't get it. You're not going to die. Shut up! He's... I think he's lost it. You're a drug addict. It's not even a sort of reference, is it? No. They're plastering it on. With a troll. Ooh, nasty. I say Carson would probably just refuse until he threatened somebody else. You could give him anything, as long as it wasn't labelled. Well, I guess there was no real reason to hide it or have it under lock and key. Oh, I've got my fix. Is that all of it? I promise you. Toss it over. Toss it! Where are you going to go? It's a closed city behind the shield. Really? <laughs> Don't follow me. Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> In fact, you don't use a car. I'm devoting you to Private Obvious. You're getting into some sort of formation. Move, move. Oh, that's a lot of firepower. You know, I actually thought there were... Oh, they are there. Are they? No, they're the energy pulses, energy. Because they seem to be slightly directed, they look like the Wraith version of drones. 
The shield's holding under the bombardment, but it's under incredible strength. How long will it hold? Well, if they stop firing at it, it will last almost indefinitely, but with this Are kind of... Are we talking months? Weeks? Days. At this rate, the ZPM will be depleted within days. Oh, come on. Mm. You're leaking, say, 36 hours, 17 minutes. Yeah, that's not that bad, I wouldn't be that vague. In fact, when I sent out a quote recently, I said, when I've asked you how long it takes, I don't want things like a half day or a full day. <laughs> Give me a time in minutes, please. We can get the Daedalus back into fighting form within 24 hours, but I think the next engagement's going to have the same result. Even if we were able to destroy these ships this instant, more would be here in a few days, and even more a few days after that. From where I'm standing, I just don't see how we can win this. Well, now we know how the ancients must have felt. Atlantis is the only way to Earth. As long as they know we're here, they're just going to keep coming. As long as they know that we're here. The dangerous table's back. Well, no, they've only got about 60, so we destroy 12, you know? <laughs> we, we'll cut them down to... When we get to low 40s, they might give a reconsideration. Exactly. Exactly what? We disappear. Old Wall requisitioned an Atlantis laptop as well. Hmm. No, we just make it look like we did. Well, that'd work, but... <laughs> How? I'm pretty sure McKay snaps fingers to make sure nobody mm. else talks while he's thinking. Mm. Which renders them invisible to the naked eye and to Wraith scans. That's the leap. Remove one of the cloak generators from the puddle jumper. Uh, I wouldn't say simply, but yes, by interfacing a jumper's uh, stealth mode generator with the city shield, we should be able to render the city invisible. That's all well and good, but I think if the city were to suddenly disappear, they might be able to put one and one together. Which is why we fake a self-destruct. Have the Daedalus beam a nuke right above the city shield and then detonate it. While their sensors are blinded, we cloak the city when the smell clears. Nothing but ocean. What about hard radiation? Well, I should be able to calculate with reasonable accuracy how long to wait before we switch over to the cloak. Hey, but what about the displacement issue? Well, it's coplanar emulation. That's the easy part. Okay. What about the hard part? Hard part? Uh, the cloak, for all intents and purposes, will replace the shield, which means that we'll be completely unprotected once the cloak's activated. We'll be completely exposed. Cloak for the jumper is quite small. <laughs> yeah, you thought that was a good idea, didn't you, John? <laughs> Shepard's got lost quite a while back. Yeah, he did. What about the Daedalus? Well, if it doesn't work, our shield should be sufficiently recharged to break through the lines and escape. We know we can outrun them. Yeah, so if just one gunnery officer on the hive yeah. ship took a pot shot. Just in case. I love this idea. I really do. But the Wraith are aware that we have cloaking technology. They are close. Close enough for me to connect to them. If I can convince them that we intend to destroy Atlantis rather than allow it to be taken just before the explosion occurs, how will we know whether or not they believe you? Once they stop the bombardment, we'll know. He's right. If the Wraith believe that we intend to destroy the city, the last thing they'll want to do is to help us do it. Hang on a second. It's my ship. I let you know who gets on. <laughs> you know, Shepard does seem to be giving an awful lot of orders to someone that significantly outranks him. I wonder, though, in, in terms of chain of command, that Shepard does have the final say in the city. Mm-hmm. Of course, Coldwell has the final say about how the Daedalus is used. Now, look where oh, we're standing. We, we could have had when, where. Can you see where she's standing? She was somewhere behind Shepard. She was standing on, on a yellow line that was a mark. Oops. And Martin Wood, when he saw that, after <laughs> the edit, <laughs> cursing himself. I suppose they could always uh, CGI it out, but... Mm. Yeah, well. I'm going after him. Now's not the right time! Oh, what use can Shepard be right now? He doesn't have a purpose. He's got nothing better to do, and you don't really know what Ford's going to do. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, montage. Yeah, Coldwell says, women and children first. No children, just the women then. Coldwell's going to do a... Uh... Oh, uh, what was that guy in TOS? Mud. Mud, yeah. Ah, yes, his own personal little harem. It's a pretty decent firework display, isn't it? Mm. I don't like it. They've, they've got all that power and they're using it to put all the lights of the city on. Now, I'm jolting you out of this a second I feel there's a problem. I understand. We're all set down here. Good, we're almost ready up here, Rodney. Ready! Ready! Yeah, because that worked so well last time. <laughs> Colonel Caldwell. Your people are securely aboard. Warhead has been armed. Is ready for deployment on your mark. Very good. Stand by. Oh, 
We don't often hear Zelenska's first name, do we? No. We didn't hear it in episode 19 of the first season. I saw the word Relic there and I was like, well, who's Relic? Oh, right. <laughs> Zelenka. You know, it's like Walter's last name. I can see what you mean about the eye. It would have been better if it was all black. Or just what give the... What's it for a race donor? Well, the, no, that's, and that's the problem. Hmm. You'd have thought the Daedalus would... Didn't the Daedalus bring them? <laughs> yeah, they surely they got We them. brought supplies. Look, have some crate. This really goes well. Oh, something was bound to eventually. And they uh, reused this footage from the gift, mainly because the uh, time and expense required to get so many wraiths in one place. I'm on one of the ships. They see me. <gasps> was it good for you, love? Uh, yes, it was, by the looks on it. The message has been delivered. Elizabeth, it's done. Look. Yes. Because it just happened to be sunset, so they didn't have to CG too much. Well, the sunset is CG. It's been cheaper to do just a black sky. Again, that's what Martin Wood said. He was impressed with what the graphics house was turning out. Deadless launched the weapon. Give me citywide. Attention, all personnel. Prepare for detonation flash. Shut him down. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, McKay. The weapon is away. Ooh, that'll work your TV, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it would do. I'm staring at a 29-inch monitor, which I need to know what to do with. I know I probably shouldn't say this, but I think a nuclear explosion is one of the most beautiful things in the universe. It's probably not actually bold enough to see it. <laughs> yeah, from a distance, on film, yeah. Yeah. Stand by to engage sublight engines on my mark. Standing by, sir. How can you tell? They're scanning for us. <laughs> Don't whisper. It could make all the difference. <laughs> I could have shot you a couple times by now. Well, I'm glad you didn't. He looks worse now than he did uh, an hour ago. Yeah, well, he's gone off Freddy Krueger. Why don't you and I just go someplace where we can talk? You're trying to change me back. I'm just trying to help you. This is really pretty much like every uh, super soldier gone wrong. Well, you, he knows how pointless it is to run there. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen where he pressed. Well, it's okay because Rainbow was just around the corner. And <laughs> he didn't see him hiding there. I don't think they've detected us. Why are you whispering? I don't know, it just seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> I'm not going to whisper. Is it working or not? Ooh, poor Radic. Oh, he hurt. takes a bottle jumper, he's going to give the whole game away. You would have thought this sort of energy discharge would have been noticed. Surely they can override the gate from the main control room. Mm. Stand in front of him. Who's <laughs> for it? I assume that's him in the jumper? No, he's not listening. Can they detect that? I don't know. Shut it down. I, I can't. The jumper's in control. Board, stand down. This is a direct order. At least you're sensible enough not to stand directly in the way. <laughs> yeah, they said the, the jumper goes through the gate with uh, Shepard on the windscreen. Whittle <laughs> <laughs> here. Yeah, and do your sensor also indicate that you can pick up your primitive radio? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where the hell is he going? It won't matter if the Wraith can detect the gate activity through the cloak. There's only one way to know. Why wouldn't they leave a, a drone in orbit or something, just in case? Well, you know, or a few hundred darts seem to be able to... This is Daedalus. Our sensors indicate the Wraith fleet is breaking orbit. I can confirm that. They're headed for hyperspace. Look, I'm going to keep the cloak up for a while just to be sure, but uh, I think they bought it. Well done, Rodney. Who's a clever boy, then? Well, his clothing just doesn't fit well. <laughs> yeah, when the Daedalus turns up, he's probably try to raid the female officer's uh, cabins. Look at that fit. Doesn't matter where he goes. The second he gets to wherever he's going, he's going to ditch the jumper, turn around, and dial another address, one we can't trace. 
Go find him. Maybe. Nice bit of music as well. Hey. At least we're still around to try. I found all of my Atlantis. Oh, well done. Yeah. I also found my 9 and 10 of Stargate. Quite a tender moment there between Elizabeth and John. And then he walks off into the distance. Very Shane-like. Oh, pretty. Yes. And this was Rob Cooper's idea. He said, we've got to see uh, the city back on screen, no matter how much it costs. We had three graphic houses working on this episode. The uh, Stargate in-house team, also Image Engine, who did the uh, Nuclear Blast, and Rainmaker Studios, who did the Sunset and the Shield. Between all three of them, uh, that's probably one of the most beautiful-looking episodes of Atlantis we've seen so far. Indeed. They also got access to both the full-size jumpers, that's why for the first time we saw two of them back to back. They also had a new dashboard, which looked a bit bit more realistic, a little less plasticky compared to the ones we've seen before. And that was The Siege Part 3, the season premiere. Welcome back, Target Atlantis. Indeed. Compared to uh, Siege Part 1 and 2, not as much action. A lot going on, you know, on screen in, in space, but not really the... Uh, Guns and rockets and whatnot for the episode two. Oh well, no, they're on a bloody budget. <laughs> yeah, run out of bullets. <laughs> well, it's quite possible they didn't literally run out of bullets. <laughs> I think it could be a close run thing. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. So I wonder what the big news for this week is, or even this year in the Stargate community. Well, it's been reported, not for the first time, that one of the original men behind the theatrical Stargate movie is looking to relaunch the franchise and actually attempt the trilogy of movies that was originally planned. Of course, the question remains, if they didn't do it the first time, then isn't that a pointer to the practicality and potential for Stargate to offer three big-budget movies in a market already saturated with serious players for the summer dollar? Anyhow, there were some comments on the Gatecast Facebook group, so let's begin there. Gatetech Alpha 6 posted, Hmm, an interesting idea. I haven't read the books, but if they could be adapted to the big screen, I guess it could work. I'm just wondering if it would go hard sci-fi or stay on the action side. Like last year's Total Recall and next year's Robocop reboots, I feel it would be wise to name the movie something else. I like Total Recall, but being named that brought in fans of the original that expected a different movie. Calling the new trilogy a Stargate movie, I think, will have the same problems. By now, there's a lot of fans of the series, whether it be SG-1, SGA or SGU, and not many fans of the movie by itself. Unlike Star Trek and Lord of the Rings or Hobbit, I don't feel there will be enough separation between the series and a possible movie franchise. Oh, and if Roland Emmerich gets the rights back from MGM, there will never be a chance for a SG-1 or SJ movie, or a conclusion to Universe. Adam Nelson posted, Gateworld has an article saying this is still premature. He was saying this periodically even when the shows were still on the air, and to be honest, at this point, if he completely ignores the shows, it won't be Stargate. The franchise has grown far beyond the movie. If it's a reboot, I'll settle for them bringing in some of the same characters, even if they're played by different actors. But he ignores it completely, I'm not all that interested. Miles McLaughlin finished. At least they're doing something with Stargate. Hopefully they can make something good. We also have some feedback on last week's episode, Avalon Part 1. Brad helped with this when he joined me to record the intruder last week. As much as I would have liked to see how Stargate Command would have taken the series further, I'm still very happy with the new mythology that's introduced in Season 9. Evelyn Duncan replied, Did anyone ever print a copy of the Ori book? Gate Tech Alpha 6 replied, As it was said in earlier episodes, most of the books shown in these series are already printed books with related pages inserted for prop purposes. A pity, though, some of those books, like the Book of Origin and the F302 Instruction Manual, would have been a good coffee table book. He also posted, wow, this episode flew. Going to rush home now and watch the follow-up, since we won't get follow-up episode of the Gatecast for two weeks. Evelyn replied, if this was Star Trek, someone would have written one. Even Buffy and Twin Peaks had books produced. I bought both Laura's and Agent Cooper's diaries. Indeed. Luke Tullock posted, it's nice to see some new mythology in Season 9. The show did change after Season 8. And Brad finished off, if you listen carefully, you can hear Joel Goldsmith's new score for the series, and it reflects the time of Arthur nicely. Babylon 5 and Fringe also released pretty big coffee table books this year. The Fringe book was The Observer's kind of diary. I imagine if uh, Stargate was actually on television at the moment, we would have got something similar. Mm. 
But unfortunately, it's hard to convince MGM and other media concerns that there's a market for it. Yeah, I think the closest thing we can get at the moment is the, um, the auction books they released. Yeah, I got the first one. Yeah, yeah I got a um, one for Serenity blueprints and different information about the ship. It's a, it's not very thick, but it's probably A3 size. Lovely art and that out. I'll never get tired of saying a big thank you for everyone who contributed to the show and the episode discussions. We're all part of the Stargate community and we can all hope for a bright future by keeping it alive across the numerous social media platforms. If you fancy getting in touch with us, then here is how you do it. And also, if you want to be on the show with us, check the Gatecast schedule on the main website and drop us a line. You can email us, including an audio message, using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. And we have groups and pages on both Facebook and Google+. You can search for us using generic Stargate, or more specifically, Gatecast. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio, under Gatecast. And we simply swoon when we get an iTunes rating and review. They help the show get promotion on that service. Twitter seems to be popular, and you can find us at the Gatecast, which is one word. And finally, there is our main website, gatecast.co.uk, which has a variety of contact and links for keeping our Stargate family all together. Okay then, folks, that was The Siege Part 3. As I said, a welcome return to Stargate Atlantis. Next week, we go back to SG-1 for Avalon Part 2. Merlin, the Knights of the Round Table, etc, etc. Hope you can join us for that. Yay! Right. <laughs> so, it's good night from me. And it's goodbye from me. Take care, everybody. Ta-ra. Bye-bye. Have we ever done the proper Tirani sign-off? A couple of times, but it seems like we should be paying royalties for it. <laughs> You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.